0: what's going on everybody and welcome to another angle of pursuit podcast today we are talking all things darlington we are recapping the week that was at daytona uh what went right what went wrong how did ryan priest end up upside down oh all of gosh. that plus get into this week's action uh give you some our, our thoughts our bets uh recording this a day late but hopefully you checked out our pod with Chris Wormy talking all things 2023 NASCAR playoffs. Gave some thoughts there, some long shots, some guys to avoid, all that good stuff. But for now, it's time for the angle of pursuit. Ross Chastain used the wall all the way around this racetrack. Logano has been the class of the field. Check out the big brain on. Huh? Brian Twining, it is Darlington Week. It is week one of the college football season. The stars are aligning. The betting gods have given us the gift of an amazing weekend to attack. And uh, I couldn't be more excited.
1: Yeah, me neither, man. That's why I kind of... uh... Got the permission from the wife. I'm heading to Vegas this weekend. Um, you know, looking back on our NASCAR bets earlier this year, the Goodyear 400 was very kind to us. Um, we hit a bunch of bets at the spring race here la- uh, earlier this season. And like you said, with week one of college football, there is going to be a lot of money handed to sportsbooks and a lot of beers drank by me this weekend.
0: Oh, sounds glorious. <laughs> sounds extremely glorious yeah we're recording this a day late because of scheduling but with the other pod of wormy talking all things playoffs which if you have not done that check that out please go back and check that out i will yes. drop the link in the comments as well uh but please go check that out we had a really good conversation with chris talking all things playoffs and um just recapping the regular season and all kinds of fun stuff so very exciting conversation uh and i'm excited for this week i i you know, college football has garnered a lot of my attention, but I still am very excited about Darlington. I'm still very excited about this race. And the the weekend of Thursday, today's Thursday, we've got college football today, tomorrow, Saturday. We got practice and qualifying. We got the race on Sunday. We got a game on Fantastic. a couple of games on Sunday. We got a game Monday. It's just, it's glorious for, for betters, for football fans, for all. Um, involved but before we get spin this thing forward we do need to recap the week that was look at some DraftKings, look at some Fanduel, um and get out of here so uh this i'm gonna throw up a few lineups from the weekend um and we can just kind of use it as a jumping off point to talk about um you know the week that was what we liked what we didn't like obviously it was an interesting week uh daytona always makes things fun uh, I thought for sure Chase Briscoe was going to win. And when I <laughs> thought Chase Briscoe to win that, that should have let me know that he definitely was not going to win. Exactly. Um,
1: and I think, it, I think it was telling that he was leading pretty much the entire race and there was absolutely no effing chance that the NASCAR gods were going to allow a Daytona race to go off unscathed <laughs> by a crash yeah. or two.
0: Yeah, I was doing a fantasy draft. I was melting down with Chase Briscoe. And of course, um, I'm glad like with Daytona, especially with longer shots, it can be really tempting to bet their top five, their top 10, their, their manufacturer matchups. But if they have a real shot to win, sometimes they find a way to do it. But oftentimes they end up getting, ending up in the big one and somebody else skates through. And that's why they don't end up, getting there at the end so i I've, uh, thankfully avoided all that and and had a decent uh and and was able to salvage a little bit that way but um so a few a few lineup thoughts uh on over on DraftKings. can you let me see where's the i think you need to spread this out a little. Bit. there we go okay there we go now we can see everything uh so so this is one of the lines we did the chase the chase byron lineup was solid uh not quite good enough. Eric Jones was okay. Uh but Chris and Bubba really let us down and you know th- that's what we get for going to the front of the board and and not peppering the back. Uh let's see. This one was the one of the best one of the better ones that I did. So McDowell McDowell was weird, so I got a little spooked I think on Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, when they started to figure m- out the Saturday morning, they were
0: talking about issues they were still having and like i ryan and i fantasy race was tweeting out little, to be extra cautious and um at the end of the day it didn't matter he was he was great bowman was great byron was great uh cory lajoy ended up getting in the top 10 which is great Brendan pool stunk but i, I mean at, at his less than 5k he you can afford it and our boy bj almost pulled out a top 20 imagine if we had the top 20 odds that would have been been really nice, so this lineup definitely salvaged my uh my weekend for sure on DraftKings. Um, uh, yeah, what, what was the
1: winnings on that one? I couldn't see it.
0: What's that on
1: the previous, on the previous uh, uh, lineup. yeah, so I got oh, nice. uh,
0: 226 and got 125 bucks, so can't complain. Beautiful. Um, and then this one was like a five dollar Bing, uh, Byron Keslowski, Busher. Uh, Chris Busher, three-time winner. Um, and I know we talked a little bit about it with Wormy and kind of how, you know, obviously Reddick had his issues in Michigan and uh, Busher kind of was able to pull advantage it. of that. Yeah. But three wins is, is nothing to sneeze at. It was an incredible season for him. Very much in the thick of the playoff race. It'll be very interesting to see. Uh, Richard Stenhouse uh, wrecked early. Didn't love to see that. The of course he did. Fine. Haley was fine. If that that was a better number, I might have done even better. Um, and then over here, Old Hamlin did not go the right way. Chastain was fine. McDowell was great. Bowman was great. Austin Dillon, the what could have been to what I was just going
1: to say, like. In that one wreck, it took out Dylan, it took out Austin Sindrick, it took out Ryan Blaney, it took out so many incredible super speedway drivers, which definitely opened the door for you know the Busher RFK team to eventually find their way up front. And then inexplicably, in my opinion, watch Brad Keselowski push Chris Busher to a win as opposed to them doing it the opposite.
0: Yeah, that was that was very interesting. Obviously uh Brad K trying to get those owners points stealing it up but that was very very interesting.
1: Yeah, and something real quick speaking on Busher before before we transition there. Yeah. I it, the the idea popped into my mind as you were talking about how maybe, you know, some of the wins whatever, three wins is nothing to sneeze about, but going back to 2021 when Alex Bowman had four wins and you had drivers saying, "Oh, he backed into a win here. He's a hack like Is there a possibility that, yes, Chris Buescher has definitely finally shown the talent that he can put behind the wheel, but, I mean, considering the circumstances of some of these wins and where they were at, like, is is he kind of fool's gold as we enter the playoffs?
0: Chris Wormy seemed to think so. (laughs) I'm I'm a little more, and, and, you know, he's interesting because he's, he's, like, you know, everything's based on what your perception and expectations were coming into the year. True, so very coming into the year, we had him way down here with like Michael McDowell and Chase Briscoe. And, yeah. you know, he he was a fine guy, but he was going to roll around mid-pack. Um, but we thought, we did think RFK had some real shots to kind of yep. make some, some serious improvement. We saw improvement down the stretch in 2022. We thought, okay, here we go if you told me one RFK driver is going to get three wins, the other is going to get zero. I definitely would have said it was Kozlowski and not Um, But Busher also won at places where he's been solid and has looked good on road courses and has proven himself, but he also got his three wins in kind of the part of the season where a lot of teams like even big Hendrick are, they don't take it as seriously. They're not as competitive. They know that, there's not a lot of uh, correlation to the rest of the playoff races, so I don't know. Like, it's probably one of those things where he had a great year, and at the end of the day, he'll probably get eliminated from the playoffs a little bit earlier than we expected, um, and and he, it'll kind of be one of those afterthoughts. And well, as we're talking about whoever, one of the Hendrick guys or Kyle Bush or somebody. W- <clears throat> hoisting the trophy yeah uh all right let's talk betting because it was a bloodbath uh chris t- takes the whole week off for a reason we tried to tell ourselves uh i do i will say briscoe i felt good about i don't feel like the calling guys were ever really in the mix i, I feel no. with for making those bets uh i think the austins were fine syndric um, I am mad at myself because I said RFK or 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 Pensky is going to win, and of course, an RFK guys, and I have no exposure to one of the longer shots. So it's like, like what what are you doing, man? Just trust yourself. You you clearly have a thought. Go with well, it. I,
1: I think I think that goes with playing Daytona slightly safer. Although you know you see a lot of red there, but not betting anybody inside. Yeah a short number to win is kind of the way that you attack that race. And you know, most of the time it hits because you get a lot of weird stuff that happens and you see a lot of red in mine, but I, I actually wound up profiting over two and a half units because of the overtime and amazingly getting Bubba at top Toyota at like a 14th place finish, which was ridiculous.
0: We also like normally our unit count is much higher so we just took a lot of shots with quarter unit half unit a third of a unit yeah Uh, this week i think we're going to get back on the horse and and really nail it down um and find some value because i think there is opportunities and there's a few drivers i really want to make sure we discuss Um, and obviously we talked with wormy about how the playoff goes and how to like when you want to be aggressive on drivers, when you want to avoid guys who might be really needing to push for a win. And if you take them outright, that's one thing, but if you take them in matchups or top 10 bets um, and they're going to try and win because they have to, to advance um, you might end up regretting some of the stuff. So uh, we'll start at the top of the board where we have Kyle Larson, short as five to one. Uh, True x five to one. Then we get into Byron seven and a half, Denny Hamlin seven and a half, eight, um, and then Ross is kind of that last guy inside ten to one um, or or around there. Where's your head at in this range, and who is garnering the most interest for you?
1: Well, we we say I've said this numerous times. I, I'm not betting anybody pre practice and qualifying at five to one or. I'm not, it's hard for me to get there. Yeah. Okay. Now that said, I do think that both Kyle Larson and Martin Truex Jr. are up there and it's, it's warranted because they're both extremely good here. They're both really fast. The playoffs have started. So, so I think you see like a Larson kick it into another gear. But for me, I'm, I'm rocking the hat. I, I do think that we see a, a rejuvenated Ross Chastain, now that track house does not have to i mean yeah you still gotta worry about daniel Suarez winning races just for the tip from a team perspective but they're not trying to get him into the playoffs so they can now focus all of their attention on ross while he goes for a championship
0: yeah and i think there's a few guys in that bucket that i really want to make sure we hit on because i think there is some like what do we do with you know, guys like Ross Chastain who have been basically MIA for a month or two. Um, so he it's interesting to see you go back to him. Obviously, this is a good spot for him. Um, I've seen uh, uh, some booty chatter about kind of corollaries. There's not really a good comp for Darlington, uh, but you can use some Homestead, some Dover, and some uh, California as kind of good compounds tire wear tracks that may give us some insight on who could thrive and who could make the smart decisions when it matters most.
1: Well, I just on on the Chastain thing, like when you look at his finishing results here in the next gen car, it leaves a lot to be desired. And it's clear though, that even with three 20th or worse finishes at this track in the new car, the sports books clearly understand this guy is incredible here. He has a ton of speed. He's really good on this track. And no matter where he's finishing, like he is going to be a contender up front at the end of the, at the end of the day. And it's whether or not he doesn't get too physical with a Hendrick guy and wind up getting wrecked.
0: Yeah. I think for me, you know, if you can get 10 to one, I think it's fine, but I, I, I kind of want to see it in practice and qualifying before I get involved there. Yeah, no, um, I'm
1: not going to bet it right now. I'm just saying from this group, like yeah. I think he's the most intriguing and somebody I'm keeping my eye on for William
0: sure. Byron is absolutely incredibly in, in, uh, in, in, intriguing. There we go. Um, 750 to win, uh, you know, obviously uh, has been dominant one here in May. Um, you know, it's really interesting diving into kind of like driver ratings and kind of the the runs that for a lot of these drivers because the the finishing results i don't think are indicative um of kind of who was the best cars those days like martin truex for example had the second best driver rating led stage one 10th in stage two and then was out of the race 31st after an accident um, in stage three and so there there's a few things like that larson had some issues late uh, Chris Bell was kind of middling but was pushing in stage two so it's interesting to see so you really want to dive into the numbers and find find somebody that's uh you know find out why things happened or or like I know you do I know Derek Yoder does I try to as much as I can is go back and rewatch the old races and see what happened and see if we can get any nuggets see if we can oh actually this guy was right there and then yeah. because of a late issue you know they they're, the finishing position ended up not looking as strong Byron is tempting especially if you can get eight to one um I think if he puts it anywhere near pole that number's dropping but even then like what's six and a half to one I think it's probably fine yeah exactly S- especially as like as long as he has a little bit of competition in terms of speed and uh whatnot the other guy that I want to talk about kind of in that Ross Chastain bucket is Kyle Bush. Um, another guy, obviously RCR has been incredibly inconsistent when they've been good, they've been damn good. Um, but then they've had issues and been slow and just kind of been non-existent. We talked about him with wormy, obviously he's somebody that, especially in the middle of the season gets very easily frustrated, probably has a car. He can get out there and keep, keep, keep on the track and get points. And he just kind of like, okay, window down. I'm, I'm done for the day. Let's go to the garage and be angry. Um, That being said, it's playoffs. He's got a legit chance to win the championship. Um, I think this is a great spot for him. Um, And he is the first outright on my card at 12 to one. Woo! I am feeling KFB this week. Um, He obviously has a wider, wider range of outcomes. But I do. I am a little more optimistic that, like, like I said, he's invested because of the playoff push. Um, and I also like last year was such a weird ending with 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 uh, uh, the with yeah the 18 with the car with
1: GGR and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's just like I'm I'm a little more optimistic that he can be really invested and and make a push because I think obviously he's getting towards the end of his career. Um, this may be one of his best shots to legitimately win a championship. Um, and to do it for, uh, Richard Childress, I think would be, uh, really meaningful to him. So I think this is a good spot where he can make some serious noise, uh, beyond him. We got Chris bell at 11, 12. We have Tyler Reddick as long as 13 Kevin Harvick. Um, I was talking to, I fan serious a little bit about him. Um, this feels like a really good spot for him to get his win if it's coming, but the sentiment seems to be that it's just even it's like going- this this or Bristol is a is a really good opportunity for him, but not sure he wins either.
1: Like okay, so Harvick to me, I think he's somebody who he could he could skate by to the next round by just placing really well and he yeah. he's fully aware of that because these are tracks that he runs really good at throughout his history. And he probably knows his car does not have race winning speed. And if you look at, if you go back and you watch the spring race, he had no business finishing where he did. He, he was probably the biggest benefactor outside of Byron, obviously winning the race um, of the, the late wreck with Truex, and then the Kyle Larson and Ross Chastain incident. Like I think Kevin Harvick was the one that benefited the most because he finished the race with a junked car. Yeah. So I mean, like, it's going to take him some more weirdness to happen up front in order for him to find the lead, win the race, because he simply does not have the speed to compete up front.
0: Yeah, he was basically a top 10 car the majority of the day and because yeah, exactly. of this stuff at the end, he was able to pull a second. Um, so that's I think that's a very good point on your end. And that's something you want to think about. Like, OK, do these guys think they need to win to get to round two or do they think? You know, I could top five to seven. Both this place, Bristol, be fine at Kansas, and maybe get through to round two, and then figure out where I'm going to win there. Um, so you really want to try and and it's obviously hard to do, but listen to some of the interviews. Think about you know, especially like the pre race stuff. Like while practice and qualifying is on, have that volume on so you can listen to driver interviews. Exactly. Try and get some nuggets. Listen to some podcasts. Um, and hopefully g- garner some ideas about what their plans are because i think you're yeah, going to and- be able to take advantage of some of these guys both for and against in matchups in top tens that kind of stuff
1: yeah and harvick too he, he he's still pretty good value in the placement market this week i mean you're talking about a guy who has top tens i think it's like in 17 of the last 18 darlington races and the only time he didn't it was when his car blew up Yeah. So I mean, like, this dude is a top 10, top five machine at this track. It's just he doesn't have the speed to win. So you got to find a way to leverage his skill level here. And that's going to be in matchups or in those placement things because you're probably going to get some good juice on him against drivers who come in probably looking a little bit better this year, who are maybe a little bit hotter than him. So like he's somebody I'm attacking in those markets, not not on the outright.
0: From an outright perspective, is there anybody else that we haven't gotten to that you want to make sure we hit on?
1: Well, I don't think, like, obviously I'm not advocating for going big unit play here or necessarily even thinking this can happen, but somebody who's brought speed at a ton of tracks and who's been actually really good here and should probably would have had a better finish had he not had another shitty-ass pit stop at the end of stage one, that's Bubba Wallace. Yeah. 30 to 1. He ran inside the top five pretty much the entirety of stage one. And that was something also I think it's important to note. When I went back and watched this race, my stupid brain was telling me passing was extremely hard at this track. It was basically follow the leader. There was a handful of guys that were able to make passes and move through the field. And everybody else just kind of maintained. And yeah, one thing and to that your point on that,
0: clear, um, Derek Yoder mentioned it on the NASCAR betting preview. But four of the last five races, the winner has come from the top five starting positions. So, yes, exactly. It's been hard to, you know, obviously you smart teams will find ways with pit stops and stuff to to try and move up the grid. But you have to be in that conversation to have a real shot to win this race.
1: Yeah. And to that point, Bubba Wallace has been one of the fastest cars qualifying this season. Twenty three eleven has unloaded extremely, extremely well. And he's qualified eighth and second the last two times at this track. Yep. So I, he's somebody I like and the potential to qualify on pole market, you know, 14, 16 to one. And then also it, it, anybody, if anybody can like benefit from going all out in this race at a track that, yeah, he's got, he's gotten better at, but you know, people don't expect it. It's going to be Bubba Wallace. Like,
0: yeah. And we've also seen from him a lot more ability to like, maintain and be in the conversation and not push it when he doesn't need to.
1: Um, And with
0: Kansas coming up next week, a place where he's won, I might be more interested in the top five market, the top 10 market head to heads with Bubba than from an outright perspective. But I totally understand it. If he's there and has a real chance to win, he's going to push for it and try and get it.
1: I was just going to say devil's advocate to that point, knowing how good he is at Kansas and the yeah. expectation of a really good finish and the lack of ex- expectations of him at this track, I think this is a spot where maybe they get a little risky and they go for the win right now to yeah. and, and garner more points next week at a track that he's extremely good at.
0: Let us know down in the comments. Do you think the guys that are on the cut line or flirting with the cut line in the playoff standings are going to be more aggressive this week, or do you think they're going to... Um try and rack up those points and put themselves in a position to, to not have to win to advance. Um, but yeah, I will say be careful with Eric Jones. I think it's going to be easy to get to him, especially since he won this race uh, in 2022 Chevy is kind of not really giving legacy the, the push they need, especially at this point with them not being a playoff matter, like in the playoff conversation, Um, Eric Jones has been kind of just disappointing across the board. So be careful with those numbers.
1: Yeah. And one more point on Eric Jones. So I went back and I looked since this race became the opening round race of the NASCAR cup playoffs in 2020, um, at least four of the, or four of the top five finishers in each of those three playoff races were playoff competitors and the two guys that were not were Chastain and Eric Jones twice. Interesting. So, like, don't expect some weird name to pop up in the top yeah. five. I, I, or if there is, like, you're taking a real a real risk there.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think like Talladega, um, obviously, and then maybe I don't know. Like there, maybe there's one other spot where there's like kind of a a, a unknown, or not like an unknown, but like a non-playoff driver really yeah. making noise. But like, obviously. obviously-
1: Chase Elliott. Could yeah, I was going to say I mean, there's
0: there's a couple guys that are outside looking in, including Chase Elliott, that could make things, you know, obviously yeah, a little true. interesting. Um, but a lot to get into uh, beyond Baba. No. I,
1: I don't <laughs> think there's anybody else no.
0: really worth the conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, um, let's move it along. I'll actually, pull up Caesars, our friends over at Caesars. Oh, I did want to mention. And uh, I added it to the card this way, um, on, oh, on Caesars. Kyle's getting crazy, folks. No, nah, I mean it's it's just I, I I did the I did the race boost, and I because I like Kyle Busch to win. Why bet it at twelve when I can bet it at sixteen? With Max Verstappen's gonna get to turn one, Brian, and win the race, so we don't have to worry about anything.
1: Did you know that he's won over eighty-five percent of all the races this year? Could you imagine a season in NASCAR
0: where a driver does that? Well, how sure, how, but like we've seen dominance in all kinds of sports. We've seen Gretzky, we've seen Jordan, we've seen LeBron, like the I don't know. It
1: for for as supposedly popular as F one is, could you imagine It's not
0: supposed, it, it's it's popular.
1: Could you imagine the shitstorm that would occur if, say, Kyle Larson went out and had won like 18 of the first 26 races?
0: Yeah, I mean, he was be... pretty dominant in 2021. But yeah, I get not, you.
1: Not to that extent, though. Like, could you imagine?
0: I mean, Jordan won what? Six straight titles, basically, the years he played.
1: Yeah, but it like no
0: was... one had a chance to beat Jordan. Like,
1: I understand it's a little different because it's not like a Tuesday night against
0: the Pistons or a Wednesday night against the Hawks. They, you (laughs) know, a team could potentially win, but like, I don't know. It's. I don't know. know. I'm just, I'm just excited for your, your annual tradition of Sunday morning tweets. It's just a race to the first corner and here's Max Verstappen and.
1: Oh, just woke up. What a surprise. Max yeah. Verstappen is 28 take, seconds ahead. I'll
0: take my odds boost. I'll take the 16 to one and I'll run to the window. Um, <laughs> if I'm, if you're on Kyle Busch and you have access to this, I think it's, you know, if that you don't want to bet it, I totally get it. But I'd rather have yeah. 16 to one on Kyle Busch than 12 to one. And, and maybe I'm being a little overdramatic with Verstappen, but feels no, pretty safe to win. win. Yeah. Honestly, um, he should win. So let's go. Where do you want to go? Do you want to look at some manufacturer stuff? You want to look at some top tens? What's going the most interest for you?
1: Yeah, let's look at the manufacturer stuff real, real quick. Because
0: there's one guy, obviously, uh, based on what I've said, that I want to do. But I want to find the best number because I feel like there's a better number out than what Caesars has. Uh, Kyle Bush to be top Chevy. Obviously, I like Kyle Bush. I think he's going to be in the conversation this week. And... You know, we talked about it with Wormy finding ways to target drivers um, where there may be some still have some value. And for Kyle Busch, like, I don't know that I love his top three prices. Definitely don't love his top five prices. But if I can get to him in the top Chevy market, I've seen, you know, north of four or five to like five to one, I think. But I'm looking and I think plus three eighty might be the best number I can still get. Do you have a better number for me? Like BetMGM? Um so MGM
1: actually doesn't have those, but
0: mm. right, you know well, I'll put it down Bet from Rivers Caesars at plus, plus three eighty.
1: Five fifty. What's that? Plus five fifty, Bet Rivers. Oh, done. Yeah. And so I I went shopping real quick and in the same breath as we we were talking about and how i said this about kevin harvick at bet rivers kevin harvick to be top Ford 340 which is astronomically better than his top 10 top like top three well top three is probably a good number but you you take away a lot of risk here because he's stronger than uh, all of these guys at this track
0: what's the number plus
1: 340
0: yeah like, you, we saw it last week with Bubba. Like, obviously, we don't think Harvick's going to get 14th and still get top four, but I think there's a very real shot that he I, he has to beat Kieslowski, Busher. Like, you saw where Logano and Blaney were priced. Like, McDowell, like this is not the race to be high on Fords. Um, So, to get him at almost, you know, three and a half to one, that's a really nice number. So, I'm adding that one to the card as well. Uh, do, 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 do. I will say I'm kind
1: of sad. Uh, oh no, he is there. I was gonna say, Ryan Newman, Wreckfest is back.
0: <laughs> Hundred to <laughs> he one. Was a
1: disaster at this race earlier in the spring.
0: Yeah. Uh, top Toyota, obviously Truex, Hamlin. The Bell number is pretty nice if you're on Christopher Bell watch oh. this week. Uh Tyler Reddick at 525, any interest nope. there? Bubba. Oh, Bubba 10, ten to, to 1. one. That's a juicy number.
1: And that's better than Bet Rivers too. So Yeah, I'm I'm hitting that. Screw it.
0: Do it. You're on team it's Bubba probably, baby. And that's a great way to hedge a little bit, right? If he gets second or third and he's behind the Harvey the Hendrick guys you're still hitting the top Toyota and you're making some money.
1: Well, that's like, I definitely, it's, I see a route to him finishing top Toyota and finishing say fifth. Yeah. Or sixth. Yeah, exactly. Cause I you can get, I you could get Larson, Truex Byron, Truex Chastain,
0: Kyle Busch, Truex, Hamlin. I mean, he could get seventh, or I guess not. He has to finish in front of Truex and Hamlin, but
1: yeah, th- I guess the, for me, I, it's going to require Truex. I think, faltering at some point which i would at 10 to 1 i'm i'm okay it's worth the gamble
0: it's not as it's not as easy as like a a minus 110 or something but you're getting paid out on it so you want to do it bubba wallace kyle bush and chris bush are all the top 10 at six and a half to one that's kind of interesting Mm -hmm. those are hard because yeah i mean well, cause there's four wheels and an engine and a wedge exactly. wrench and all this crap and anything could fall out at any moment. Well, 12, um, 12
1: lug nuts, three engines. Yeah. Uh, however many, what is it? Like 18 pit crew members. Yeah. There's a lot that can go wrong
0: there. And you could have a perfect pit stop and the car in front of you could block your exit or yep. something like there's all kinds of stuff or you could just get spun out or who knows. Uh, top ten markets, pretty gross. Um, we could go back over here and see if we get a better numbers. The nice thing about recording this when we are is there's actually numbers up for a lot of these spots. When normally we're like, oh well, some of the stuff's up there and not all of it, but. And wouldn't you know it, DraftKings
1: top tens again. What the f?
0: I I mean, uh, they make no sense, but sure. How about some Wait.
1: consistency, people? <laughs>
0: Well, it's weird too because it's like the big race and then like during football season they'll have top 10s, but like when it's quiet and there's not really a lot going on besides right? baseball, they're like, oh, we can't do that. We don't have time for that.
1: Yeah, they should have more more time to actually come up with these numbers.
0: Uh, you can get Chris Buescher as short as minus 105 to top 10, which is kind of interesting. Um, Bubba plus 110, or would you – he's probably a better like – Top so his, five, top Toyota to get. To I was gonna
1: say it. his top five number is like four to one yeah.
0: across. You want to get paid I, out on it?
1: Yeah, I would rather hit that than. I mean, plus one ten. It. I. I'd, I'd much rather find matchups.
0: Yeah, oh, these numbers suck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, blunt. To put it bluntly, like the top ten markets have been trash this year.
0: Trash. Um. Top five. I'm going to add William Byron plus 110. It, it's not sexy, um, but I feel like he's going to be really solid. And he also is in a, a position where he doesn't have to push it um, with all the wins he's banked. So he can kind of be a little more patient, and maybe not necessarily like, you know, f- need to, uh, to feed it. So I, I like him at... Plus one ten. I think I might. Let's see. What can I get a better number? Um, plus one thirty five at Bet Rivers. Shouts to Bet Rivers. Shouts. Bet
1: Rivers seems to have the best.
0: Like, yeah, and if you numbers. can't get Bet Rivers, because I think they're kind of hard to get to, uh, depending on where you live. I I think it, if as long as it's, honestly as long as it's plus money, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, but you know, don't take like minus one fifteen. Um, because I feel like and I feel like he could be somebody that qualifies really well, and all of a sudden we're talking about it as a minus 140 minus 150. Um, you're gonna be like, dang, I wish I had hammered that. Uh, let's look at some matchups because I think those are fun this week. Uh, so Stenhouse versus McDowell, Chastain minus 110 versus Christopher Bell is kind of interesting. Um, but I guess with Chastain, if you're buying the bounce back and think he can be really solid, you probably want to get paid out on a little bit more than a minus 110 matchup.
1: I, I guess so, but at the same time, like if I'm expecting him to run really well here... And he's he's amongst the top five guys at this track better than Christopher Bell. I I don't hate going to that minus one ten number because that's actually that's like the preset spot in a matchup anyways. Yeah,
0: Uh, I expect Truex to have a really nice race, but Kyle Larson is the co-favorite for a reason. So I will take the plus one oh five in the matchup.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that.
0: Harvick versus Keselowski. Harvick being minus one ten is kind of interesting.
1: I do like that a lot. Especially if I like Harvick to be the top forward, then you back that up with... Well, on the other side of that, if you bet Harvick to top forward at the plus money route, you can kind of hedge and bet Keselowski because he's the the co-favorite to finish at the top of the manufacturer.
0: Yeah. Um... Bowman Suarez, Logano, Blaney, Hamlin Byron. Byron at minus 110 against Denny is really tempting. And Kyle Bush versus Tyler Reddick. I'm going to take some more KFB. Ooh, I, can't, I can't believe I'm on KFB this week. It's, it's wild. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's been few and far between the amount of times that we've actually gone for the eight this year. Yeah, I've
0: I've almost I don't think I've ever really been I've never been like huge on him, but I feel like yeah. he's a good spot for him, and with a chance to really do well, I think he could fire it up. Um. All right. Anything else you want to look at before we recap the card and get out of here?
1: Uh, let's let's look at qualifying. I wanna I want oh, to see that's a that. Oh, Numbers are
0: Uh, fastest qualifier. So Larson, four, four and a half for Truex, Hamlin, Byron at seven and a half. Byron at seven and a half is tempting. He's been so good qualifying this year. He has. Uh, Chastain, I wouldn't bet to pull. He'll probably get, like, if he has a really good run, he'll get, like, third. (laughs) Um, Right. Chris Bell 9, Chase Elliott 12, Bubba 15.
1: I'm going to add the Bubba number.
0: Bowman the Mal- Showman Mal- at Mal- 30. Who? Bowman the Showman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think in that. the like 9 to 15, 9 to 16 range is where you want to live for these. Make yeah. sure you get paid out on them. It's nice when you are excited about a car and you bet them to qualify and like basically cover all your bets for that driver for the weekend when they hit the pole. Obviously, it doesn't happen every weekend, but when it does, it's really nice. I think Byron, I think Bell, and I think Bubba are the are the triple Bs that I'm most interested in but I'm not going to add any of them.
1: I mean, I'm just going to play Bubba because I almost, well,
0: and did. when you're banking on him to do well and you expect him to be near the front qualifying is probably part of that mix and you really want to be a part of it. So, well, and, and th- like I think and, it's a smart bet.
1: And like we highlighted, and as you mentioned, Derek Yoder said it on the NASCAR betting preview show, qualifying is extremely important with the, you have to qualify inside the top five to yep. win at this track. So if I think Bubba's got a shot to win, He's going to qualify really well.
0: Yep. I like where your head's at. Uh, okay. Should we recap and get out of here? Let's do so it. You can run to your flight. Um, okay. So I have a few bets. Kyle Busch and Verstappen to get the 16 to 1. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Bush is top Chevy at plus 550. Kevin Harvick is plus, as top Ford at plus 340. Byron to top five at plus 135. I did the Larson over Truex at plus 105, Harvick over Brad K at minus 110, and KFB over Tyler Reddick at minus 110. Brian has Bubba outright at 30-1, to Harvick top Ford, Bubba top Toyota, and Bubba to put it on the pole. Brian Twining, what is your favorite bet as we sit here Thursday evening?
1: My favorite bet, it's not going down as my best bet, but my favorite bet right now has got to be Bubba to finish as the top Toyota at 10 to one because it opens up the possibility of him finishing, say, fourth or fifth, and you're getting a much better number than his top five spot at four to one. And then say he finishes outside the top five and he still tops the Toyota group, you're getting a way better number than that top 10, which is barely over plus money.
0: Yep, I, I think that makes sense. Uh my best bet favorite bet is going to be Byron in the top 5. Um I, like I the top Chevy number is interesting, but because I think Larson could be really good, I think Chastain could be involved. I think Kyle Busch could be involved. It's a harder number for me to get to where with the top 5 I feel like there's a little more flexibility and he's also in a position where he doesn't have to push quite as hard, so uh, I'm gonna do. uh actually make that three units.
1: Ooh, baby!
0: So that is where our cards sit. We will be back on Saturday night uh, to get you prepped. Uh, we'll record Saturday night in your feed Sunday morning. Uh, between now and then, after you have liked this video, enjoyed it, left a comment, hit and subscribe, and subscribe to the channel. Have, subscribe if you have not. It literally costs you nothing. It literally does nothing <laughs> except for get our content to you first. Yep. Um does a lot for us. Make sure you go check out our our talk with Chris Wormy talking all things 2023 NASCAR playoffs. Get set. Let us know down in the comments on that video who is going to be your winner for the cup championship when it's all said and done. And we are we it is the end of the day in November in Phoenix. That is Brian Twining, who will be coming to you live from Las Vegas. I'm Kyle Robert. Enjoy your weekend.